The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. This is now the last time I spoke to the delightful uh, Sinead Ryan. I used to speak to her every evening on the Tonight Show and every evening on Drive Time Show Hard Shoulder. She was she was about to get married and then COVID. I finished up in July 2020. Do you remember all that? Ivan Yates, who is responsible for letting you back in studio? Tell me. <laughs> they were stuck. They were desperately stuck. They had nobody. They asked every dog and devil, and I said, "Sure, look, I'll do it." Well, now, it is Sinead, lovely to see Sinead, you. Again. Happy I'm New reading Year. you. Uh, I'm listening to you between eight to nine on the Home Show and News Talk on Saturday mornings. Indeed, and I'm reading your various dispatches on the Irish Independent. Uh, of course, all the savvy consumer advice, and of course. The reason we're talking to you this morning is that people have given and received gifts that they might want to exchange or change and so on. And we wanted to get your rights. So I got, we'll just say, a new uh, gilet or something like this. And it was the wrong size (laughs) and so on. And, you know, the person who gave it to, well, there's a receipt in that and you can change it. So first of all, what are the do's and don'ts in terms of your rights if you actually don't like the colour or size of something and it's a clothing item and you want to return it? Well, I am very sorry to inform you that you have no rights whatsoever in that regard because um, the statutory rights to return items, which which is the law, only operate where a good is faulty, it's not as described or it's not of merchantable quality. In other words, there's something wrong with it. In that instance, you can bring it back to the store you bought it in and say, I want a refund, I want a repair or I want a a new product. And the shop has to do that. But when it comes to change of mind, because something you don't like about it, but the item itself is perfect. As if it doesn't fit me. No shop is under any obligation to take it back. Now, this is probably the question I get asked most around this time of year, Ivan, because people, because some shops are really, really good at taking stuff back. Okay, just by choice. So there's a separation between the law and commercial policy. Correct. Correct. So the law says you've only rights if something's wrong with the item. Okay, so you open it and the lining is ripped or, you know, it's fake or Mm. the button is hanging off or whatever. Then you have rights. If it's a perfect item, irrespective of whether it was gifted to you or you bought it yourself, the shop has a choice. And sometimes in the sales particularly, they say, look, we're not taking stuff back. You're on your own. Uh, And that is the case. And people get into terrible states in shops and they start arguing with sales assistants and all that. But, But the law is on the shop side there. So most shops are very good at taking stuff back. Now, I would say... So what's normal commercial practice? Normal commercial practice is if you have been given a gift receipt, okay, and it's in the bag, that is the shop's promise to take it back. So I have got to Sorry, stage, on the basis of a refund or an exchange of another item? Usually an exchange. Okay. okay? And well, sorry, just the usually coach. is the bit there that caught well, me. Well, yeah, because like the shop doesn't have to do anything. So if you've got a perfectly serviceable gilet and you just don't like the colour or the size or you've put on a few pounds over the Christmas and you want to swap it for a bigger one, the shop does not have to talk to you at all. Okay, but some of them are very good and they might say to you, look, We'll take it back, but you have to buy something else in the store. Mm. All right? So that's a credit. So it's not a refund. It's not a refund. And and that's, I would say, if, if shop offers you that, yeah, grab it with both hands. Yeah. That is that is over and above what they have to do. Uh, you cannot demand a refund in that case. And you can't even demand a okay. credit note. Let's go beyond clothes. So someone gave me a bottle of whiskey and I just don't like whiskey and I'd prefer a bottle of Bailey's. Can I go back to Lidl and change that? 
Absolutely not. Um, unless the store has decided to take back refunds. Now, sometimes when you go into a shop, they'll have a notice up on any store. It doesn't matter what it is. They'll have a notice up saying you're no refunds or exchanges during the sales. Your statutory rights are unaffected. Right. That's their get out. So the statutory rights are the ones if something's faulty. But they have a perfect right to say we're not taking this back. Absolutely no question. Now, there is one exception. And that's where you've bought the item online from an EU member state or Ireland. Okay, so you've not bought it in store. And the law then recognises, look, you didn't get a chance to try it on, to feel it, to touch it, to have it examine it, Mm. whatever, because you bought at arm's length. So in that case, if you've bought something online and it arrives to your house and you realise, oh, this is awful, what was I thinking? You can then return it for any reason whatsoever, even including change of mind, but you must make that decision within 14 days. And sorry, do I have to pay for the post and package you and do, send it back? Yeah. You do have to pay for it. And must I return it within 14 days you or must, notify them? So you have to notify them that you're cancelling the contract. So mm-hmm. you've kind of got an open contract. But that's an email, days, is it, or something like that? An email to customer services or they'll usually have, if you scroll right down the end, most online retailers will have returns policy and you click in there and find out what to do. Uh, you have another 14 days to physically get it back to them. Now, the problem with that is, of course, if somebody bought you a gift for Christmas and they bought it on the 1st of December... That period has run out now by ah. the 25th. Mm. So you got it at Christmas or on Christmas Day. You're past your 14 days to notify them. And now you're past your other 14 days yeah. to send it back. And remember, if you do return it, you can't be sneaky about it because the return, the refund, goes to the person who bought it. OK. Uh, rather than the gift. OK, riddle me this. So you bought an elaborate toy and the, the Barbie doll doesn't talk. It just has a malfunction on it. Online or retail, can you get it fixed? So if it's a malfunction, correct, you have absolute rights there. So online, you send it back, you get a refund or you buy another one. That goes without saying, right? Uh, If you buy it in a store, you go into the store promptly, as as soon as you realise there's something wrong, and you say, this is not working. It's not doing what it says on the tin. And the shop at that stage has two options. The first is to try and repair it. Okay, so it's the three R's. So it, the three R's are known, you know, in this repair, refund or replacement. But the shop gets the first right. Now, this is very often the case with gadgets. So you get a new phone or you get a Fitbit or something mm. and you realise this isn't working. It's a bit wonky. You bring it back. The, the Apple store or, or one of the shops, the retailers can say, look, we're going to try and repair it first. If that doesn't work, then you are, have a right to a refund or replacement. And that's the law. OK. Talk to me about gift cards. Yes, so the dreaded vouchers. Now, listen, I don't know. Did you get any vouchers for Christmas? Well, I'll tell you what. Buy a man like you who has everything. Well, no, I'll tell you what. I got a few of restaurant vouchers. They're great ideas. And 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 I got two gifts of that. And I'm wondering what actually got three. What 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 are the expiry dates on them? So for vouchers... Does it vary from restaurant to restaurant, hotel to hotel? Well, the, the law came in, there was a new law in since December 2019, which was very welcome. It took an awful long time to get over the line. Uh, in fairness to Noel Rock, he was on top of it. Um, and it says that all vouchers now sold must have a minimum five-year expiry date, which is fantastic because people leave vouchers down, they lose them, they stick them in a drawer, all that kind of thing. So it means that you must uh, must have that expiry date. So a shop can't say to you, oh, sorry, you weren't in before Christmas, you don't get to use it now. So five years, that's brilliant. What I would say is, if it is a voucher for a restaurant or a local business, look, when do they want you coming in spending that? As quickly as possible, really. 
I would always be a little bit worried about businesses that perhaps they're not big chain stores, you know, they're not massive. But can they do what they like? They can no. say, look, there's only six months on no, this. No, they can't do what they like. They must give you five years expiry. Even on a voucher for a meal. Correct. However, <laughs> you have to make a judgment call. Is that restaurant still going to be here in 2027? Oh, yeah. well, do you know? Be, yeah. And I, I would say always try and spend the voucher as quickly as you can. Uh, A, to help local business, but also because you might forget about it. And remember, inflation, Ivan, is going to be eating into that. It won't be 40 quid isn't going to buy sure. you in three years' time. What it's so going what to buy about you a one-for-all card? Now, the one-for-all, look, these are super popular, right? Everybody loves them. And the reason people like them is because they can be used in thousands of outlets, which is so far so good. Right now, however, it is not a voucher, which means it does not come in under the voucher legislation. Okay, and well, what was that it, means, it's like a credit card, it's an a debit electronic card. money card. So yeah. it comes in under a different act, which is the European Communities Electronic Money Regulations Act of 2011. That means that it's effectively like a prepaid credit card. So it's cash. Now, so therefore, even though One for All doesn't have an expiry, it doesn't come in under that legislation. All right, and it means then that. Shops can make their own determination about giving you change, about how many you can use them towards a, a gift, all of which is legislated for, for vouchers, but not for e-money cards. So it's a digital form of cash. It's regulated by the central bank uh, and, and they're handy in that way. Um, one feature I'm not mad about is the fact that you have to pay for the card. Now, you don't have to pay for a voucher. Usually you go into a shop, you get them mm. 40 quid, they give you a voucher for 40 quid. But the, the one for all, you have to pay a fee at the beginning, which is fine if you're buying a voucher for 100 quid, but it's kind of expensive if you're buying it for a tenner. Uh, so just mm. be careful of that. So e-money cards are not vouchers. Now, you spoke about the five years. Um, yeah. And, and you spoke about the maintenance fee. Say now you leave it on the longer side. Can they start deducting, eroding the value of it? Yes. Yeah, so this is something that's really annoying. It was I hoped it was going to be addressed in this voucher legislation and they nixed it. They didn't do it. Uh, this is called an inactive balance fee. Ivan, I have asked about this for years and years and years. I have yet to come up with anybody who's given me an explanation of why this is imposed and what it is for. Effectively, it is but usually... But it's legally permissible. It's legally permissible. So it's usually a big shopping centre. And they say you can spend this voucher in any of our shops. However, if you don't use it for, for 12 months, we are going to start docking it by up to three quid a month. Now, that's outrageous, really, when you think about it. Mm. Uh, but they do. It's legal. It's allowed. And I, I w- would hope that that will be banned practice. I don't know what it's for. They've got Finally, the money it, who, who can arbitrate if you have a dispute with anyone about any well, of these issues? it's going to be the CCPC because that's the arbitrary body in Ireland. So that's the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. Uh, however, all I would say to you is the legislation is very strong in this area. Where people get stuck with vouchers is the business goes out of, out, goes bust, goes out of business. You're left with the voucher and you go to the end of a very long line of creditors to get your money Yeah, you have no chance then. So spend so it if two, you have Two it. quick texts. I got a restaurant voucher for a restaurant. It's subsequently closed. The owner also owns another restaurant. Can I use it there? Only if he permits it. Okay, so it's up to his discretion. Yeah. Now, here is a bizarre one. I can't account for PK listeners. So I bought shoes that made fart sounds when I walked. I went to the shop and explained the situation. The shop refused to take them back because I had worn them outside. So I have a free pair of fart shoes to give away if anyone wants them. (laughs) Is this not a perfectly acceptable reason Uh, for an exchange? Put them in a box, send them into Ivan Yates, care of news talk. (laughs) You know you can stick your fart shoes. Big old fart yourself, Ivan. Delighted to have you back and happy new year. Okay, and many of them to you. Sinead Ryan, as always, giving you the really savvy advice.